Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. Following tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel, Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again, and now on to the story. Meeting the Humans, written by A.S. My name is Andal, from the Friend People. I have been entrusted with my peers to represent our relationship with humans. The humans call me a diplomat. Apparently, for us, this is a first contact situation, and they are doing their best to make us feel welcome to the universe, and not to uh, freak us out. I'm supposed to learn as much as possible from the humans, and about other sentient races out there, about the other worlds. We are a simple, peace-loving race. Our home, our planet, is warm and beautiful, but harsh, and my people are the same. We always had scanned resources, and only recently managed to build a spaceship capable of escaping the atmosphere of our home planet. The humans were waiting for us to make this step, before contacting us. I learned from the human diplomat, my counterpart, that they had been observing us for more than 50 years. He said to me that they couldn't wait to properly meet us, and that they had been preparing for this for such a long time. They even learned our language. They built translators for us, so that we could understand everyone else. As part of the first contact, I have been invited to visit their ship, and even travel with them on their ship to their homeworld, to Earth. They are willing, even eager, to share so much with us, and I found out inside myself and inside my people some hunger that we didn't know we had. A hunger for companionship, for knowledge, for traveling to the other stars. I learned that there were 56 sentient races that the humans had made contact with so far, but from all the other races, we the Prema are the most similar to them both in general biology and in behavior. After meeting myself with some of their diplomats and other races, I had to agree with the human. I felt more comfortable, more uh, related to the humans. They feel like long-lost brothers. Of course, even if we are mostly similar, it is still obvious that we are different races and there are many things that set us apart. For instance, it is the strange way they talk, the way they express themselves even when using my own language. They bring expressions from their language, and even if I understand the words, the meaning, they still sound strange to me, and I find myself constantly asking for clarifications. And uh, this is the first thing I came to truly admire about them. They are like poets, every one of them. The simplicity of my language does not deter them. For them, the words always have more meaning than just the meaning in the dictionary. And with every expression they smilingly explain to me, I feel my mind growing. The human diplomat is ever so attentive around me, takes such care to use simple words and expressions, with clear meaning to avoid any confusion. 
It is very polite of him. But I honestly enjoy much more the carefree attitude and the language of the rest of the crew. It just feels more free and more honest. By the way, another human expression I learned to use for some reason, even if I clearly stated the name of my people as the Prem, even if the diplomats always refer to us correctly, the rest of the crew calls us the Fremen. I asked John, one of the crew members that is assigned to a company around the ship. Why do you guys call us that? He said that long ago, when humanity was not capable of traveling between the stars, they dreamed and imagined the other planets, of other people in the universe. And someone, one of their dreamers, wrote some fiction books about a planet covered in golden sands, home to a people called the Fremen, coming from the words free man, and because my own planet was mostly covered in sandy deserts, and because we were calling ourselves Frim, John said it was virtually impossible for him to refer to us in any other way. Did I mention that humans love to exaggerate? At first, it felt strange, but after a while, I felt proud of the name. After all, it meant free man. It just sounded right. And the reaction you get when meeting a human for the first time and telling them that you are Fremen, it is, as the humans say, priceless. I swear you can see their eyes widening and starting to sparkle. Oh, let me tell you about the one time that my eyes widened and started to sparkle. The trip to Earth took about a week. Then I spent another four days in orbit getting ready to go to planet side. Doing lots of medical tests, some vaccines, and everything needed for my safety and for the safety of the humans. I learned a lot about the humans during that time, and they about me. I dare say that I even made a lot of friends in the crew. On Earth, the schedule was busy meeting all sorts of leaders, scientists, media people. When it came too much, I requested for one more uh, quiet day to recuperate. John proposed to take me on a walk to see nature somewhere near the camp that we were stationed. Just me and him. And, of course, the security team that will make sure that our path is clear. But John assured me that he will not even see them. Of course, I agree. Looking forward to get out and feel the planet more hands-on. That evening, I had dinner in the mess hall with John. And he was preparing me for our hike, as he called it checking some things off on a list that he made. With things necessary for the trip, like boots, food, water, and so on. At some point, I noticed he stopped talking, and his eyes were fixed on something somewhere to my right. He was set a strange smile on his face. I followed his gaze and saw that he was looking at Mr. Naka, one of the medics. I also smiled and commented, So, uh... This is what sexual attraction looks like for humans, huh? I guess we're quite similar in that regard. John quickly lowered his gaze, blushing instantly. Shh, quiet dude, don't embarrass me. I just can't stop looking at her. She's breathtaking. I snorted, amused. You humans and your expressions, breathtaking. <laughs> As if the sight of a female can make you forget to breathe. I take back my remark about being similar in that regard. John's smile now grew wider. Oh, we'll see about that. Don't be so hasty to take that remark back. 
and even if I asked for clarification, John put on a mysterious face and refused to add more to that conversation. The next day, we went hiking. We drove a very short while and then we stopped near a forest at the base of a mountain. We started walking through the forest on a path that was winding up the mountain. The air was cool and refreshing, full of moisture. The trees were huge and lush, green with foliage, nothing like the few slanted trees from my home. It was truly beautiful, and I enjoy every moment. About two hours later, I started to hear a strange, continuous sound, like the sound of a shuttle engine, and we were getting closer and closer to it. I asked John what was making that sound. Oh, you'll see, you'll see, he said, smiling. A few minutes later, the path exited from the forest on a ridge and took a sharp right turn. As soon as I turned right, I see it. I see the source of the sound. It was incomprehensible to me. Water, crystal clear water, in quantities that I had never imagined, was just uh, re-falling from a way higher ridge opposite from us. The water was smashing on the rocks below, and then settled a bit lower, in an enormous pool, and after that, in a steadily bubbling stream. Water vapors filled the entire valley, and the yellow sun broke into several colors. Beautiful didn't even begin to describe it. It's called a waterfall, John said, and that's a, a rainbow. And under, I slowly turned, my eyes widening towards his, unable to utter a sound. Breathe, buddy. Don't forget to breathe. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.